you have to adopt one of those growth mindsets where instead of taking it to heart and beating yourself up over it, realize that every mistake, every um, failure, every difficult situation has some sort of a learning experience in it. Hello and welcome to the PyBytes podcast where we talk about Python, career and mindset. We're your hosts. I'm Julian Sequeira. And I am Bob Beldebos. If you're looking to improve your Python, your career, and learn the mindset for success, this is the podcast for you. Let's get started. Welcome back, everybody, to the PyBytes podcast. Here's Bob Beldebos. I'm here with Julian Sequeira. How's it going, everyone? Hey. And you, Bob. How are you? Yeah. Always the audience (laughs) first. Love that. Always the audience. (laughs) Forgot about you. No, I'm, I'm great. But yeah on the occasion. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. And um, today, we're going to talk confidence. Hang on, hang on. But before we jump into confidence, we're going to do wins. Do you forget? Has it been that long since no, we... No, 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 no. I'm going to introduce the episode, and then we're going to go into wins. Oh, okay. Yeah? All right. So we've got to structure this week, everyone. A, a very strict structure, and we have to stick with it. <laughs> we're like super prepared. No. <laughs> we, uh, we have been lately um, talking with a lot of people that come to us for help. Uh, they want to you know, improve as Python developers, become Python developers. And we distilled some common struggles and feedback we're getting. And yeah, it often comes down to the confidence. So in this episode, we have nine tips lined up to work on that and um, yeah, to be become more confident in your skill set or in your career and all that's needed to um, to advance as a developer. But yeah, before hmm. we go into that, let's do a quick round of wins. That's how I had it in mind. So oh, I'm sorry, man. I, I, I'm, everyone, please take this as my public apology to Bob for not trusting him. Yes. There you go. Uh, what? <laughs> well, well, can you? Are we recording this? We're on video rewind. too. Yeah. Um, all right, what's your win? All right, my win. Uh, I'm actually really proud of this. Actually, our win. We got to share our win first. Uh, yeah. We just hit fifty thousand lifetime combined downloads on this podcast. So, wow! Congratulations, man! Yay! So fifty thousand very... times some sort of download circle mm. animation hit somewhere. That's amazing. Yeah. And it, it and it wasn't even because we wrote a script to spam the um the endpoint. It was just natural organic download. So I'm very very grateful to everyone who's been listening. Uh, we didn't even know it was coming. We just got an email the other day saying, hey, you hit 50K. Thought, oh, yeah. sweet. On a Friday afternoon going into the weekend. Yeah. yeah. And, and we almost did line, launch it, right? We said like, yeah, it's good enough, you know, <laughs> confidence. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's almost went on the back burner as someday will kind of project. <laughs> mm. <laughs> but then we just, no, screw it. And now, now it's part there. of the routine. It's part yeah. of the routine. As a week without recording really, is weird. Uh, really appreciate it, especially the mindset. I have to give that to you. No, thank um, you. I appreciate, appreciate so, it. So, yeah, that's, that's a big uh, shared win. Uh, quick individual wins. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, my individual win is for the PDM program that we're always talking about, everyone, as you know. Uh, I'm actually working with someone now to bring in a new coach um, that will specifically be supporting our clients with the sort of uh, recruiting CV uh, re- resume type requirements that people have if that's their goal, right? So if someone's goal is to uh, land a Python developer job, um, I'm speaking with a a contact to come in and and do that work with us. And uh, that way, it's not just Bob and I doing it. 
uh, it's we now have a professional from the industry coming in with industry experience um, other than our personal experiences. So I'm very excited for that. And we will have more detail um, if she decides to accept and if we work it out, a nice little system here. So I'm very yeah. excited, excited about that. It's my win. What about That's you? Awesome, man. Yeah, no, I, I really love that because, you know, we uh, we really want to work on these things. Uh, it's a lot of work, though, I know. Uh, we mm-hmm. always want to stay technical in the domain, but yeah, it comes to a point where we, where we have to think um, getting the experts for that kind of stuff and us focusing more on the scaling, right? Yep. Um, my win, yeah. So in-person meetups, networking. Uh, so last week I had two in-person meetings uh, stuff and it was just awesome, right? Like um sitting together it's possible again after two three years of uh pandemic and you just go deeper uh you, you spend more time together there's definitely also a face-to-face effect that that helps with that um yeah so met a friend uh met antonio malay could see him uh, in the last episode <laughs> we did a, a beach episode which was uh they gave you a lot of fomo so jealous uh, <laughs> so freaking jealous thank you and uh but yeah i just noticed like meeting with people you have deeper discussions and it usually happens face to face so yeah I'm, i highly rec- recommend seeking that again that's awesome yeah i love it man uh that's where the the greatest gains are made uh greatest connections uh even just progressing the friendship that's why you and i were kind of on the rock sometimes because we don't get to meet face to face in person but you know yeah. if we were it'd be better I mean, don't get me wrong, right? Like so- long Zoom calls, um, it, it definitely mm. works as well. Um, but there's something to the face-to-face component. Yeah. Just sitting down and having a being in the same place. It's definitely yep. something to that. Yeah, there's the environment as well, right? You're getting that fresh air and, you know, a restaurant. And that, that restaurant you guys were in or the cafe looked incredible as well. I looked at the menu on Google Maps and was like, I shouldn't have done that. Damn it. So anyway, very exciting. So you're right. I love that. Thanks for sharing. And, and, and lastly, you, you wouldn't typically go two hours on a Zoom call, two, three hours, right? So that only happens if mm. you really are in a place. So Exactly. You're kind yeah. of uh, distraction-free too, which is good. Nice. Awesome wins. Okay, let's uh, dive into it. So nine tips to build up confidence as a developer. You want to go first, number one? Yep, I'll go first. And again, for, um, for perspective, these are literally coming from the calls that we encourage people to get on to talk about their Python journey with myself or Bob, depending on your time zone. And again, the <laughs> the underlying uh, mammoth concern that people have is their confidence with their development. So uh, this is why we put this together. So the first thing is start with small, achievable projects. So it's always, you know, take the small bites out first. Um and do things that are actually achievable. If you, if the first thing you're trying to do is this gigantuan, gigantic project, uh, you're going to find that much harder to get anything done. It's going to be too much at once, too technical, way outside of, way, way, way outside of your comfort zone, and you're more than likely going to fail. You're going to stop. You're going to find it too difficult, and then your confidence takes a hit. So start with something small and achievable. I'm not saying boring. Right, you don't have to go and write a thermometer app for the fiftieth time, but do something that's achievable, and that's going to be different for everyone. Uh, but so, yeah, plan it within your uh, technical range, and then go with achievable and small. Okay, cool. 
So you have your nice. small project number two, break down complex problems into smaller manageable tasks. Because even though you now scale down um, your project and you build something smaller or simpler relatively, uh, then still you can hit a lot of complexity, especially if you go into Python packaging and the ecosystem. Uh, but get something to work first, right? Like uh, PyByte Search, the new open source tool we just launched. Uh, by the way, check it out, pip install pybytes-search, and you can search all our public content uh, from the command line. Mm. Pretty useful. Um, I could have started with TDD. I could have started with uh, talk setup, and that all happened, but not till I had something working, right? So I started with the smallest, and it's kind of an exceptional project as well in the sense that I did classes first, which I usually don't do. Uh, but get something working, um, make it a little better, and then then worry about all these stuff about, about test coverage and and setting up your talks. I mean, you should do it, but get something working first, right? So break down complex problems into smaller manageable tasks, get it working first, then optimize, et cetera. Nice. Love it. Okay. And on that note, number three, practice regularly. So practice doesn't just mean doing exercises, right? Uh, it means coding regularly right so just do we as bob's saying you're breaking down these um larger projects into uh manageable smaller pieces that's practicing regularly so if you're working on those every day of the week and as we do in the, the pdm program we say you should be coding monday to friday take your weekends to relax but um that regular practice you're building a habit and it's just going to help you solidify everything that you're learning. If you take breaks and you code once a week, good luck. You know, if you code once a month, don't even bother. If you're doing it five days a week or you're doing it at least regularly enough that you're staying in that flow and you're excited and you're building, that's when you're going to actually see that progress. And it's same thing with any skill, really. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you look at chess, Grandmaster, right? They're, they're constantly practicing and honing their skills, and it's no different from coding. Yeah, Just and if, or the guitar, right? Was, yeah, the guitar back there. Um, actually, what I'll throw in there quickly, and this is a plug because it's us. We got to do this. Uh, if you are in between projects and you're looking at something to do, that's where something like our code challenges, the the PyBytes platform, uh, comes into play because we have those real world exercises that you can do that aren't just sort of pointless exercises that lead to nothing, but things that actually teach you real-world uh, libraries that you'll be using and so on and so forth. So uh, yep. give that a crack. Yep. All cool. Right. Number, Number four. A uh, bit of a mindset one, so thanks for uh, giving me uh, <laughs> that one. Uh, celebrate small victories because this can be a really long journey. Even like a small project can take months and it can feel like, I mean, you're in the middle that you're in sort of a desert, right? And um and you're not hitting that that end result so it can be demotivating but acknowledge or recognize the small victories in between like today i built this class today i i built this issue finished this issue on the repo if you're working with issues uh i had a test i like small things but really uh document those like we have our success wall we do our wins file every week just overall for personal stuff and business and it's super motivating, right? It keeps mm. it, it, every week that lists like a fire on their ass, right? And uh, so you really have to just, yeah, um, celebrate victories, even if they're small. Uh, to yep. get them. The motivation here is, is super. The constant motivation is is really crucial because it will get tough, right? You will get stuck. You will hit um, imposter syndrome. There are technical issues and you have to, yeah, you have to go through that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
exactly. Uh, that also includes uh, some of the smaller victories, such as actually completing your regular practice. So if you manage to keep it up three, four days in a row, you know, celebrate that win. Yeah. That's something to celebrate too. Uh, and to the to your point, Bob, number five is learn from mistakes. Mm. So as things do go wrong and as you do inevitably, I'll use the words in, in uh, quotes here, fail, uh, learn from that. Don't let that get you down. Change. You have to adopt one of those growth mindsets where instead of taking it to heart and beating yourself up over it, realize that every mistake, every um, failure, every difficult situation has some sort of a learning experience in it. So learn from the mistake. You know, even I find one thing that's helpful, uh, and this is because I've been journaling lately, is just writing down what happened. You know, and if we're talking about code, uh, you know, it's there's not that much to write, but it, it can at least help you get it out of your head onto paper so you can read where that mistake happened um, mm. and, and how you can actually learn from that. What's the lesson there? So, and it's often those lessons when we make a mistake that we learn from those the most and they stick with us for the longest amount of time. Yeah, that's a great point. Yeah, you learn more from your, from your mistakes than from your successes. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, cool. Uh, six, contrary to open source. Um, so we don't write code in a vacuum. It's um, actually a people hmm. thing with teams and contributing and working together with people. And open source uh, introduces you to that whole workflow, right? Like uh, Git, GitHub, issues, pull requests, uh, working with others, um, understanding, communicating about requirements, get your code reviewed and all that stuff. And like code reviews, only for the code reviews, it's already worth it, right? Because you learn so much from them. Uh, but yeah, but also just really getting a taste of how real world software works and um, all the implications, which is far beyond Python, right? So the sooner you can start moving in that space, the more you're going to learn, right? And that can be scary. So if you want kind of a nicer entry level thing, then we have an open source org where we increasingly put more projects. Um, so if you want to, yeah, contribute to some PyBytes code bases, then uh, maybe that's a place for you to start. And we'll, we'll link that below. Yeah. And the, the reason we, we encourage you to do that is Sometimes one of the biggest hurdles to contributing to open source is, again, confidence and the fear that you're going to be crucified and um, essentially ridiculed by pushing code that may not be, say, up to standard or may not be what they expect. And then that feeling of getting rejected is, is a real pain, right? And that's why we created this organization because we wanted people to be able to do it in a safe learning space. So if your pull request um, you know, to one of the projects doesn't meet, again, the, the standard or what was expected, then there'll be a learning process in there, right? We don't just <laughs> decline everything and reject it. We actually have a bit of a teaching moment in there. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, okay. Number seven, reflect on progress. This is kind of similar to number four, the celebrate small victories. But um, the big one here is more about comparing yourself to your yesterday's self. So look back on where you came from. Look back at how far you've come. If you've been coding, let's talk small scale, if you've been coding, say, four days a week, um, on the Thursday, look back at where you were on Monday. Now, if you've been doing this for three months, look back at where you were three months ago, you know, and Reflect on that progress because that 
that gives you a massive confidence boost. 110%, you'll feel a huge gust of wind in your sails as you realize, oh, wow, all these tiny little steps along the way have led to this moment where I realized, wow, I've actually learned an entire library or framework um, off the top of my head, and I can do these things without needing to check the documentation now. You know? Yeah. And, and it's important to compare yourself to your yesterday self because uh, on the flip side, if you start to compare it to others mm. and they're like, I will never code like this person or look at that person, how far that's like the number one uh, way to actually uh, get your confidence down, right? Because there will yeah. always be people people faster, better. No, compare yourself to your yesterday self and then, then, then it will really work. But uh, yeah, the comparison game is... Uh, <laughs> Dangerous. It's dangerous. And we have a dedicated <laughs> episode about that as well. So we'll, we'll link that as below as well. Yeah. Would you would you say it's insidious? Yeah, it's totally insidious. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, it even happened to me last year, right? I had this episode. Uh, anyway. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So that happens to us all. And um, it's um, it's definitely not good for your confidence. Yeah. So number eight, build a portfolio. Um I think we wrote an email about this last week, uh, how crucial it is, because it's not only that you build it and they will come view your awesome thing. That's not going to happen, right? So <laughs> uh, one thing is to work on your technical skills. The other uh, is to portray it, to let others see what, what you're capable of, right? And that starts with a portfolio. So you have to put those projects on there, uh, show them. Uh, talk about them and that will just increase your your chances but also will boost your confidence because with every piece on that portfolio you will convince yourself that you're more than capable of doing it but that only comes with that tangible proof uh, which a portfolio will give you mm -hmm. love it and that builds the confidence in things like interviews yeah. throwing that out there um Awesome. Actually, before I move on to the ninth one, Bob, I just want to reflect on the fact that so much of this is mindset related. Uh, it's it's one thing it. to say. I knew it. It's good to take away the mindset. <laughs> yeah, you go. You go. I mean, you can easily Here's say, soap. "Here's yeah. your soapbox." Yeah. Let, let me just uh, climb up on this soapbox. <sighs> uh, there we go. Now I'm a bit higher. Um, the, the the reality I'll, is, I'll script is at some sometimes. <laughs> You can say things like, okay, go and code this, do these exercises, uh, build this project and so on, right? But so much of this is what you tell yourself, the habits that you build, uh, how you frame your mind around the situation at hand. And so I would be willing to fight anyone. doesn't matter how cynical you are about these sorts of sunshine, rainbows, woo-woo topics. doesn't matter if you're the most hardcore coder. Um, that doesn't believe a, a, cent, a minute of this stuff, right? I will fight tooth and nail because it is so true that the most successful people in this space have a strong mindset. They know how to deal with difficult situations. They know how to, um, even if they're feeling that stress and that frustration or that embarrassment or fear or whatever it is, they know how to handle themselves. And they know how to pick themselves up and keep pushing and move on. And then the success comes. And that's such an important piece of this. So as I was just reading through the list, I was like, oh, yeah, mindset trumps again. Excellent. Um, okay. Or so on that note. Simply said, people come for the tag and stay from the mindset. Yeah, that's right. They, they yeah, come. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to learn some Python. And then they yeah. have this whole inner awakening. 
by the Ouch, end of it. It's actually in a mindset. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So number nine, number nine is a no brainer. And I think you all knew this was coming uh, and you should, I would hope by now seek guidance and support. And I'm going to say, i.e. coaching, which is what we do with the PDM program. But the reality is forgetting PDM for a second. Um, you want to seek guidance and support because you learn f- most from the people around you. You learn from working with people, working on projects with them, uh, and from their expertise. These The people around you have been through things that you haven't. And so being able to be coached and supported by them and guided based on the real experiences they've had over sometimes decades that you haven't had is huge. And it is worth every minute of time that you can get from them. Um, so yeah, I'll always say coaching is a, is a fantastic, and I use this term loosely, but shortcut to the success that you're after and the goals that you want to reach. So there you go. Happy with that? Yeah. (laughs) Mic drop. (laughs) Hopefully not. We're recording. Uh, no, so that's it. That's, that's the tip. So I'll, I'll just list them out really quick before we go. Uh, start with small achievable projects, break down complex problems, uh, practice regularly, celebrate small victories, learn from your mistakes, contribute to open source, reflect on your progress, build a portfolio and seek guidance and support slash coaching, um, join PDM. Sorry, I got to, had to throw that in this. That was weird. I don't know where that came from. It's- you can just go over much faster. Yeah. Yeah. True. So there you go. Um, all right. With that said and done, we got four minutes, but we'll mm-hmm. cut it. We'll cut it from there. Uh, what's what are you reading? Let's get into uh, that quick. Still on Dostoevsky, but also picked up a that simple Python. Uh, heard a recent mm-hmm. podcast on Talk Python, and it was kind of interesting. So yeah, a lot of refresher, but um, well written. Uh, getting a lot of ideas, so it's it's a pretty solid book. Nice. Yeah. How many pages was the? How do you how do you pronounce the name? Dusty Dostoevsky. Dostoevsky. Uh, Karamazov. Yeah, the Dutch translation at least is nine hundred and forty. Yeah. So there's yeah, of course you're still reading that. I think most people yeah. be reading that for three years. How far are you into it? Six hundred or so. Oh, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's in Dutch, right? <laughs> well, that's, uh, it's not necessarily an easy read. Yeah, yeah. Oh my uh, goodness, man! That's, that's, I don't know how you do it. It's a good story. Yeah. Word by well, word. You got me on the fiction. You got me on the fiction. So, yeah, but still, yeah, it's still it's a, your it's fault. A big book. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll take credit. I'll take credit. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, what am I reading? I'm reading the Psychology of Money, um, recommended by this guy I know named Bob. Uh, just a week ago. So thank you for that recommendation. <laughs> um, I've got that on the Kindle and I'm, I've am i kicked it off this weekend. So I'm not that far into it. I mean, the kids didn't let me read that long. So, uh, but so far, so good. I'm, I'm enjoying it. Timeless lessons on wealth, greed, and happiness. So I think it's it, kind everyone... of funny to link with all this, right? Like, uh, although mm. it's money and stuff can be very tangible. Um, there's a lot of mindset in that book, actually. So mm. Yeah, so it's uh, it's interesting. Nice. I would think about good. money. Yeah, I can't wait to to get through it. It's going to be a good read. Mm. But um, yeah, all right. Well, that's it. So, you got anything else for our wonderful listeners? No, I think that's it. Um, hope these tips are helpful. And uh, of course, as always, don't just consume it. Start implementing mm. right now. Yeah, and of course, you know we're here if you want to talk about it. That's what we do. 
Yeah. So yeah, join our uh, community, right? Fibit.es slash community. Uh, we're there. Mm-hmm. You can just hit us up as well. Or just book a 15-minute call and we're happy to uh to talk with you and quickly yeah. uh do a bit of um, you know, see where you're at and then give some additional advice. Yep. Love it. That's all in the show notes, by the way. Perfect. And uh, you know, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Don't forget about that. We're trying to grow it. Oh yeah. It'd be yeah, that's yeah. growing. Love so Python if- as well. Yeah. yeah. So when people ask you, hey, what are you watching on Netflix? Send them this YouTube channel <laughs> instead. If you hide it in a hyperlink of a Netflix show, even better. <laughs> Maybe a big compliment, right? If people drop their Netflix. <laughs> yeah, yeah, please. That's, that's, that's what we want. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening. And again, thank you all for the support over the past couple of years. 50,000 is huge for us. We're so grateful and excited and can't wait to do another um, at least 10 episodes. So it's going to be. Okay. More like 100. <laughs> 10,000. 10, All right. Thanks, Bob. We'll, uh, we'll be back next week. Yeah. All right. Cheers. All Thanks right. for uh, Cheers. watching. We hope you enjoyed this episode. To hear more from us, go to PyBite slash friends. That is pybit.es slash friends and receive a free gift just for being a friend of the show. And to join our thriving Slack community of Python programmers, Go to pybytes slash community. That's pybit.es forward slash community. We hope to see you there and catch you in the next episode.